Hello, welcome to the 205 Vibe Podcast, where we discuss topics related to Rockford Public Schools and the larger Rockford region. I'm your host, Earl Dotson Jr. I am super excited to have on the show today. Actually, I will say this is our first teacher that we are speaking with, and it is Deanna Lemke, who is a second grade teacher at Macintosh. Hello, Deanna. Hello. Thank you so very much for taking time. This is this tells you about our teachers right here. Deanna agreed to speak with us on the on the show. She's using her lunch period right now uh, to do this. So I'm very, very grateful and appreciative of that. So thank you very much. No problem. So just to get us started, just if you could, Deanna, I mean, you're we're here at Macintosh, your second grade teacher here. Just tell us a little bit about who you are. Um, you know, how'd you get into teaching? What's your background in education, and and how long have you been kind of doing this? Well, I've been teaching here at um, Rockford 205 for seven years. Um, Prior to that, I was at a charter school, and before that, I was a stay-at-home mom for several years. Um, And I started off um, wanting to be a teacher um, when I was young. I always was babysitting children, being around children. Ever since I was young, I graduated college, started working in Bensonville as a second grade teacher. Um, And then we moved out to Rockford and I decided to go back to work after having my own children. And I've been a 205 teacher since then. So talk a little bit more about that, right? Because, you know, people who listen to this, you know, the, the experiences of being in a classroom and being a teacher, what is, you know, what's your passion for doing that when you are in a classroom and you're with students, particularly of that age, you know, what, what drives you to do what you do every day to be with our kids? What drives me is watching them grow from when they walk into the classroom on the first day of school till they walk out on the last day of school and watching their minds grow. And every day when they come in excited about a subject or something that we've learned and they talk to me about it and share their own experiences or something that they've seen out um, after we've taught something and, and watching their eyes light up when they learn something new. That's what drives me. That's awesome. Uh, so um, we spoke uh earlier in an earlier podcast we spoke with Melissa Douglas who is the literacy curriculum dean and we talked a lot about um, at that time integrated literacy and you know what that all was about Um, and so now having you you know talking to you about what that looks like in the classroom but I would imagine in second grade, it's not just literacy, right? We're talking about a well-rounded curriculum where it's, it's, it's math, it's social studies, it's all those core kind of subjects. T- tell me a little bit about your approach when you're teaching second graders. I, I think they're seven and eight-year-olds. Correct. Um, you know, what does, when you get these curriculums and whatever it is, you know how did how did what does that look like in a classroom? Because 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 again, um, you know you have kids who come to you at all different levels. So how, how do you, what's your approach to your work when you're trying to teach children? Well, when I first found out we were doing integrated literacy, I was jumping for joy. I love social studies and science, and when you can mend that in together with a math and literacy, it was so exciting to me. Um, I love bringing the passion of books, nonfiction and fiction books, and bringing in subjects such as science and social studies to life for these children. And so um, what we do in the classroom is we read a lot of nonfiction and um, stories and books, 
and bring it to life to children, hands-on experiences. We're basically bringing background knowledge to children and building up these experiences that they might not get at home. And so we work at, at school asking questions, making observations, we pretend we're little scientists in the classroom <laughs> and we mend that in together when we're reading, whether it's guided reading or when I'm doing a read aloud, talk aloud. So all the children are excited and they're learning about science and social studies while they're learning how to read, how to do their math. So just sitting here talking to you, mm -hmm. your enthusiasm and your passion, I see it. And I think that's awesome, right? We, and I love that about our teachers. And again, just for the record, Deanna Lemke told you how awesome she is. She's using her lunch period to talk to us. So again, thank you. But, you, you know, you, you've talked about that passionate piece um, and it shows and, and kids getting excited about learning. But we know there are challenges. I substitute taught in our, in our district for several years and I could, you know, that's why I, I so applaud what teachers do. One of the things that I notice when I substitute taught is our children come to us. Um, all different levels, right? Because we're, you know, we're talking kind of early readiness, that early readiness component. What's your approach um, and your style, your teaching style, I guess is the way I'm, I guess I'm looking for, when you have students who come at such different levels and you have to kind of do this differentiated instruction, how do you, how do you cope with that in your classroom? Um, well, we do a lot of whole group and then um, also small groups. So we also break up into small groups and we use different levels in the smaller group setting. Um, in the whole group, um, when we talk to the children, everyone has their own levels. But I've also noticed with the integrated literacy that even the students who are at the um, lower levels mm -hmm. are raising their hand and they don't necessarily need to write things down, but they can tell you and express it in different ways. And mm. that's acceptable too. Mm. Okay. So okay. Um, if they have to use drawings instead of writings because they're not at that point yet, that's okay. Um, students who are at the higher level where instead of using um, picture books, they're using chapter books on the same subject. So we differentiate in that way. Awesome. Okay. Thank you for that, that clarification that kind of gives, gives a picture of how you do that. Um, one of the things that, you know, I, I visit schools, I talk to different teachers. Um, and one of the things I hear teachers say, um, sometimes some teachers say, I'll say, um, is that our some our kids these kids this generation of kids they're somehow different, um, and I'm sure there are educators from generations ago who said that about, you know, said it about us and said that about me and said that about other generations of students. In your opinion, do you think is there any truth to that that somehow this generation of kids are they somehow different, and if so, how? I feel that this generation has less social skills. I think we are on our phones. Adults are more on their phones. Even at dinner time, you go to a restaurant and adults on the phone instead of having conversations with our with children. And so bringing that integrated literacy and background knowledge to these children where they might not get at home because um, maybe adults are more on their phone and less talking to children, I feel that they don't get that background knowledge where we used to. So, so I feel that mm. they are slightly different because of that technology component that is now consuming our world. So that, that's fascinating, right? So it's not so much that the kids are different per se, it's our culture Correct. and how technology and things change, how that affects teaching and learning. Correct. And how kids, you know, how, how they kind of adapt uh, to what we're doing in, in schools. That's interesting, that's an interesting perspective. Um, so one of the things that we use in education to measure 
um, whether a student sometimes is learning or growing our standard our standardized tests right teachers we, you know if there are some we know we have to do because they're mandated by the state um, I'm curious of your thoughts on do you think standardized testing is an accurate measurement or or a snapshot of a student's growth or their potential to grow or does it measure a success in your opinion in my opinion no especially with um, growth mindset Um, if you've taken any courses on growth mindset I think some children freeze when they take that standardized test I think more of observational um, formal and informal observations, um, things that you do in the classroom can show more growth than what a test can show what children, where they've actually started from and where they're growing to. Um, and it gives a better picture because a teacher um, knows a child more and a standardized test takes them on that day. They might have had a rough um, day that morning, pressed a, bu- a couple buttons and they were done with the test. <laughs> so to me, that's not an accurate per perspective of what that child can do and especially um, with high trauma and at the school some kids do come in with um, feeling bad that day or something happened at home and then they're expected to take this test and it it's supposed to show them well this is what your child can do on this day instead of what your child can do every day that is uh, that thank you for that that is awesome I think hearing a teacher say that and hearing your perspective um, I just I appreciate that because there, certainly there are different opinions on that but hearing firsthand uh, your view on that I, I appreciate that it gives a gives a little bit of a, a insight into you know how you approach that so you said something there that, and that's a great segue because that's the other thing I hear you talk you mentioned the word trauma right mm-hmm. and that's the other thing I often hear in buildings is the term social emotional and trauma and and that uh, many of our students experience that um, you know when they're not with us so I, I, I I'm curious your thoughts on is that a reality for many of our students, this idea that um, there are social emotional issues and that many of them experience trauma uh, at home? What are your thoughts on that? Yes, I think that trauma is a very big component in this district um, and in certain schools and, and everybody's life. If you look at some of these children's lives, trauma really affects them and how they learn and how they can cope with learning. They, they might not have been taught how to cope. And I think um, we need to address that Um, I think we need to provide teachers um, help to addressing that so we can help our children so that they can come to school, feel safe, know that they they can learn and do what they can at school um, with our help. You know, so I, Macintosh, I love this school. One of my favorite schools to come hang out and visit. I got a chance to read Dr. Seuss here. This whole little campus, right? You have Kennedy across the street, Auburn. Um, so it's just one of my favorite campuses um, in our community. Would you uh, recommend Macintosh to a parent for to send their child here? And, and why would you, if you, if that's the case? I would recommend Macintosh because we have the best teachers, the best principal, and the best staff here. And we work very hard to do the best for our children at this school. That's that's awesome. And I love your principal too, Mr. G. That's my man. I think he might be the you know longest serving mm-hmm. uh, employee in the district uh, at this at this time and date. Um, so, Mr. G, you know, principles matter, right? Yes. And they kind of help set the stage and set the tone. Um, 
our show is called the 205 Vibe Podcast, um, in part because we know that every school has its kind of own environment, sets its own tone, its own vibe. How would you describe first the kind of the vibe or the tone that you set in your classroom? And how would you describe the vibe here at Macintosh? I describe our vibe in our classroom as exciting, fun, and um, just full of knowledge. And for our school, our vibe is we are collaborative, we work together, we care for our children, and what we do is we are the best, we do the best for our kids. That's awesome. So Deanna, um, again, thank you so much for your time. My last question is kind of just a fun question. I just like to ask all our guests because it just gets us a little bit more knowing knowledge into just, you know, some of the other side of, of our teachers and our staff and our our people because, you know, we're all, you know, we're all different. And so I want to ask you if you're when you're at home, and you're not at work and you're just kind of hanging out with your family. What is it that Deanna is watching on TV, or do you have a favorite movie? What, what's what's something that one something that you like to? If you had to pick a favorite show or a favorite movie, what would it be? Oh uh, well, my favorite show is or was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I actually named one of my children after a character out of that show. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, and I also love The Office. Okay, so. okay, two good choices. Mm-hmm. Um, what about if you're relaxing or you're in your car, um, what kind of music do you are you listening to? Is there a group or a particular genre or well, an I individual? Love, I love listening to books on CDs, but right now, Imagine Dragons and Fall Out Boy. Okay, Imagine Dragons and Fall Out Boy. And last one, um, if someone wanted to treat you out to a nice dinner or your family, your husband wanted to take you out and, and say, what would you, is there a favorite restaurant or a favorite food that you, what's like your go-to dish? go-to dish is always pizza (laughs) (laughs) i love it ladies and gentlemen the one and only deanna lemke second grade teacher here at mcintosh thank you so much for your time i really really appreciate it thank you thank you thank you for joining us on the 205 vibe podcast if you'd like to comment on the show please call us at 815-490-4117 leave us a voice message and tell us what you think thanks for listening (laughs) 